A pub down in Kerry that has been using a dodgy box to show Premier League soccer games has oh, Copa the Ghoulies has been ordered to pay damages of €20,000. So somebody obviously walked into the pub checking to see if the if the box was legal and uh, they were like, no little pint sign on uh, on the bottom right-hand corner, which is what you get if you have the legit card. Oh, so yeah. Once you pay for Premier League for your pub, they give you a special card and it brings up a pint symbol on the TV. I never knew that. Which means this pub has legitimately paid. On my children's life, in my hometown, in Castlebar in Mayo, my dad used to rent this bar. And then when he, he had it for like eight years or whatever, after he retired from work, he was like, ah, I'm done with it. So he leased it on to somebody else. Yeah. They had a huge TV down the back. And I swear to you, somebody got. A, a little, a little, uh, <laughs> little jar of Tipex, and drew a pint onto the bottom right hand side of the TV. Of the screen. Of the screen. So, it, <laughs> so when you were sitting back, if anybody came in to check the, to check the screen, it looked, <laughs> it looked totally legit. The only weird thing was when the Angelus was on, you had a little pint on <laughs> <in> the bottom. <laughs> you had a little oh. pint on the bottom, and they got away with it for ages as well. Those was, mayo messes, huh? I'm telling. They will do everything and anything to, to save a few quid. Now, <laughs> unfortunately for this particular pub, they now have to pay back €20,000 to Sky. Ouch. Uh, so they backdated it to God knows how many years. Because what a lot of pubs were doing were, they would have, you'd have your home Sky. Yeah. And you'd, you'd get the full Sky package at home, which cost you whatever, 60, 80 quid a month. Right. They would take that card bring it into the pub and put it into the skybox in the pub okay and get the get the games that's the way they were doing it so they are they getting the games they're not getting them for free because you're paying oh no for you're them. paying for it but like if you pay, when you pay in a pub it's something like a, it's 600 quid a month or something is it it's, it's expensive like. that's a lot of money yeah because you do bring people in for matches or whatever yeah yeah but anyway what I want to know this morning is have you got a dodgy box <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself, Mrs. Not if you have have a dodgy box. I'm just wondering, when have you got away with it? You know what I mean? When when have you got away with it? You you were involved in some sort of scam, something a bit dodgy, a little bit ropey. You knew well what you were getting involved in. Yeah. But, but what was it? What what did you do? Well, how did you get away with it? Yeah. All right, 086 106 That's our number. It's Red FM. Red FM Breakfast with KC. All the latest things. All right, let's see what's going on. By the way, it is... Where's my clock on? My 10 past 7. Do you know what? I'll keep you. Yeah. You're handy. An elderly couple have sued an art dealer after an African mask that they sold him for 158 quid was later auctioned for 4.4 million. (laughs) The couple, they had this African face mask. Um, They had it like an unnamed pair. They were in France and it was just, it was obviously a very, very valuable relic or something they picked up somewhere or someone in their family handed over to them. And they flogged it. They flogged it to your man. He said, I'll I'll give you 158 quid for it. Uh, Knowing to to this particular art dealer known as Mr. Z, who went on to make multiple millions from it. Oh my goodness. He fleeced them. He knew what he was doing. And that's where you got to be so careful if you're selling stuff like that. Wouldn't you be gutted? Uh, Well, they're they're in court now and I think it's going to go their way. They'll get a chunk of change for it because... Or is it like losers... 
you know that's a difficult one isn't it yeah because like they probably should have had an inkling themselves in the first place yeah I don't know I don't know how the judge would rule in that case yeah earlier on uh, in the show in the last hour we were telling you about a pub down in Kerry uh, which has been using a dodgy box to show Premier League <laughs> soccer <laughs> They, they, they tried to get away with it and it's, this isn't the only pub I'd say hundreds of pubs in the country have done this yeah so probably bringing in a Sky card from home yeah and not paying the full subscription for Sky and then somebody came in to check and they weren't there's no pint the little pint in the bottom right hand corner wasn't there <laughs> and now they have to pay back 20,000 euro to Sky yeah. uh, and that was in court yesterday something similar to this happened in Cork years ago did it and the old school Cork heads will remember this story multi-channel in Cork there was a load of dodgy boxes going around Cork City yeah. hundreds of them yeah. and rather than paying multi-channel people were getting these dodgy boxes plugging into the cable and getting free TV so what multi-channel did was absolutely genius they put up a message on the TV when you put on your TV it says Cork multi-channel would like to uh reward our customers by giving out free t-shirts this Thursday at 10am and hundreds of people turned up for the free t-shirt <laughs> then they went no, no sorry we don't have you registered <laughs> but you've got a dodgy box <laughs> <laughs> and that's ah, that is so clever and that's how they caught that is clever they caught hundreds of people across Cork like sir we don't have you down as a but here's your free t-shirt and we'll see you in that's court. clever isn't it yeah unbelievable Fair play, lads. Um, so we were asking you this morning when did you you know when did you get away with it yeah. whatever whatever it might be alright yeah. here's what I have to hand a few of these remaining anonymous okay I was involved in a pyramid scheme 15 years ago up the north side we had to put a grand in to get 10k out and we had to introduce people into the scheme that's the, right yeah that's how these things yeah. work I was one of the last to get paid before the whole thing collapsed. Felt lousy about it, but I got my 10 grand. <gasps> yeah, so people at the bottom of the scheme, if you don't bring people in... Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So so someone will start with like 10 people. Everyone, okay. everyone puts in a grand. The first guy gets a thousand. Right. And then it's up to you to recruit to get your 10 grand at the top of the scheme. That's how it works. Yeah. I ended a relationship before I got married, not knowing that your man was wanted in the UK for various <gasps> offences. Talk about getting away with it. Good morning, Mrs. A. Did you ever get away with it? Uh, like, I can remember probably frequenting the train a few times as a student and not buying the little thing that oh, they... the thing they need. ...that they punch. <laughs> <laughs> and I think there was also probably a bit of a dodgy ID card, fake ID card going around at some yeah. stage with my bulb on the front. OK, we've, yeah. all, we've all had those. Yeah. Uh, got let off at four unpaid parking fines in court because they sent them to the wrong address. Happy days, Des and Clannacilty. <laughs> I fell through a ceiling putting in an attic conversion, acting the ghost with another builder. <gasps> so they were messing or wrestling upstairs. And he fell through the ceiling. He fell on my arse and went through the ceiling and landed on a double bed. Oh, <laughs> Talk about getting away with it. <laughs> Keen to crawl Musgrave Park. Those tickets on sale if you want to go check them out. And Becky Hill announced yesterday from Musgrave Park. Two huge gigs coming to Cork for the summer. But first, Victoria, it's a special day today in the world of the show. And our little friend over here, Rory O'Hagan, would like to... I'm going to give him a 30-second free commercial on the air. Oh. Because today, he is 10 years married. Ah, <gasps> oh. Here's, here's your free ad to your good beloved wife who's put up with 10 years she's put up a 10 year sentence with you what would you like to say to her thanks for putting up with me love I, didn't, I don't know how you do it 
Come on, come on, you got 15 <laughs> seconds left. That's pretty much it. Really. Is that it? No, thank you, love. Um, I'm madly in love with you. And every day is better than the last day. And I look forward to the next 10 years of our journey around this universe together. <sighs> that was nice, wasn't okay. it? He yeah. took a bit of coaxing, but he got there in the end. There's, there's, a, there's an old romantic in there somewhere. There is. So what's, what have you got planned for the 10-year anniversary? Do I have to plan something? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. 10 years is a big milestone. And also, thank you for making me a dad. A dad with dad Twice. gags. Yeah, dad gags. Nice. Uh, all right, here we go. It's been a while. Yes. And uh, I have just been inundated with those of you on WhatsApp and on Facebook who've been sending in absolute gold. We could do a whole hour on dad gags. We but we can't. We Let's do dad gags for a Wednesday morning, for a miserable wet Wednesday morning. Rory O'Hagan, <laughs> it's all yours. <laughs> this is a dad gag. How do you tell the sex of an ant? Don't know. I have no idea. You put it in water. If it sinks, girl ant. If it floats, boy ant. Boy ant. <laughs> boy ant. <laughs> <Yay! laughs> oh, God almighty. <laughs> What a lot of Arnold Schwarzenegger chat on the show this morning. What does Arnold Schwarzenegger say at the beginning of a chess game? I don't know. I'll be black. <laughs> <laughs> Which Indian city do people always leave their mothers in? I don't know. Mumbai. Brutal. <laughs> oh my God. Why, why did the baker have brown hands? Because he needed a poo. <laughs> what? Sorry, what? No, don't repeat it, but what? That's what? <laughs> oh, I love that one. Thanks to Jamie for that one. Hey, anybody here go to the gym? Anybody go to the gym? No. Oh, are no. you asking us a genuine I'm question? You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Let's hear it for protein powder. Way, <laughs> way, way. My mother asked me. <laughs> Rory didn't get that one. <laughs> I did. I just—it's oh. so bad. Oh. My mother asked me if I'd seen the cat ball. I was like, oh, I didn't know it could. <laughs> oh my god! I got fired from my job at the computer keyboard factory the other day, guys. They said I wasn't putting in enough shifts. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like that one. Yes, that's a good one. Uh, all right, let's go to uh, let's go to some of our dad gag friends online. This is from the Yamad yeah YouTube team. My girlfriend left me because she caught me in bed with some pasta. I've been feeling cannelloni. <laughs> <laughs> this is so silly and brilliant. <laughs> I have to kill the music. Let's have some respect for this. This is a death notice. Rest in peace, boiling water. You will be missed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. From Facebook, Karina Archer. Karina Archer on Facebook says, what is Beethoven's favourite food? Fruit. Dunno. Dunno. Banana, na, na. No, no, hold on a second. What's the Beethoven song? It's not that. I forgot the song, you donkey. What is Beethoven's favourite fruit? Banana. You totally ruined the joke there. I actually appreciate it, though. Derek Matthews, I asked my gym instructor if you could teach me how to do backflips, and he says, How flexible are you? He says, Well, I can't do Thursday and Fridays. And Trevor Mulcahy on Facebook. Knock, knock. Who there? Who? 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 It's the sound of the police.
That is what's going on, unfortunately. Let's get some money. Red FM Breakfast with KC. Money. Show me the money. This is the 1,000 euro pop quiz. Show me the money. Tina, are you stuck in a jam? Oh, always. Always. Yeah. <laughs> the never-ending... Actually, ending. no, not always. Just a lot. The last two weeks, it's a lot. Yeah. It's been crazy. Where are you at the moment? I am... Uh, it, around Silver Springs area because I normally go the link but I took your advice not such good <laughs> advice really but anyway I just um, I wanted to get you out of that so I said go lower oh down my, my road you know, I'm just going to change my hours and work I'm just going to change my hours I, I have the option to start at 7am and I'm yeah. just going to do that I think you're better off by the sounds of it. Oh, my God. We have so many more messages coming in. I'll get to all yeah. of those in a moment. We have a bus broke down as well on oh. the uh, on the Ballybeg Bends coming from the Corkside, which is going to cause some hassle there as well. Yeah, but the rain, the rain this morning, visibility is Like, it's Shocking. okay now, but earlier, oh, yeah. my God. Like, it's, it's terrifying driving in that if you're not confident. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so listen, everybody, please take it nice and handy. If you're stuck in a jam, you're going nowhere for a little while, unfortunately. But you're going to hear Tina win a grand. Let's play in three. Three, two, one. Tina, who is the new presenter of the Late Late Show? Patrick Hilty. Who is a current song called Trustfall? Pink or Ed Sheeran? Pink. Question number three. In what US state is the Hollywood sign? The Hollywood sign is in the state Los of... Angeles. Uh, that's the city. State of... California. Question number four. Uh, what Cork rugby player is also famous for gardening here in Cork? Ronan O'Gara. Question number five, true or false? Niall Horan is a judge on The Voice USA. True. Question six, what country are the band ACDC from? Are they Irish or Australian? Australian. Question seven, in what classic video game did a yellow character chase blue ghosts around? Pac-Man. Question eight, who has a song called Sorry and Love Yourself? Uh, Bieber. Justin Bieber as well. Who is the president of Ireland? Higgins. And number 10, who played the lead role in the 2018 superhero film Black Panther? Quickly. Oh. Now the clock is gone. Oh. Did you know he, he died. He did, he passed away a few years oh. ago. He passed away. Passed away in 2021. Yeah. <sighs> Chadwick Boseman was the answer that you were looking That's for it. there. Yeah. yeah. All right, you, you, come here, you didn't do... You didn't do too bad at all. You got Patrick Keelty and Pink in California. Peter O'Mahony is the answer to number four. Oh, yeah. All right. I don't feel too bad now. Y- yeah, so uh, I, I'm sure Ronan Agar is handy in the garden too, <laughs> but Peter Peter is the gardening fanatic. Uh, true, Niall Horan is on The Voice USA. Australia is correct. Pac-Man is correct. Justin Bieber is correct. Michael D. Higgins is correct. And Chadwick Boseman is the answer for number 10. So, Tina, the next time you come back on air with us, maybe in a couple of weeks, there's a possibility you'll still be stuck in traffic. So... Yeah. <laughs> so We'll send, we'll, we'll send over soup and blankets to you this we morning. And, uh, I'll take them my day off. Yeah, we've got a 50 euro voucher for Easy Living Interiors. Have a lovely day, Tina. Perfect, guys. Thanks so much. Bye, Tina. Cheers. Tina's stuck in a jam. Unfortunately, half a carcass this yeah. morning. We'll check traffic for you just after the break. And Billy Eilish on the way. At the county board meeting last night. That's the sport with free now. Can I ask a genuine, serious oh, question? Okay. For people that are looking for, I know there's people out there that have no interest in rugby, and I'm sorry if I'm harping on about it way too much. But mm. for me personally, I'm 
I'm now in the zone of having trouble sleeping. I'm now everybody looks like everything looks like a rugby ball to me. All, all I'm seeing is all blacks everywhere. Everywhere I look, fellas in jerseys going to tackle me. I'm a, I'm, I'm hallucinating. I'm tripping out. Okay? I don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm 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 having a little bit of a breakdown. Big deep breaths, buddy. It's okay. We're going to beat New Zealand handily on Saturday. You do know that. I don't yeah? think so handily. Handily. I think we'll beat them, but it's going to be so close and so tight. I don't want um, to be anywhere near you for the rest of the week, but looks of things. I think I need to be, uh, Sorry, Vic, how are you? It's all right. I'm just talking to my microphone. Nobody can hear me. Uh, hello probably, there. Probably better off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been a bag of nerves all week, really. Yeah. At least we don't have to put up with him on Saturday because we're not at work. That's true. Yeah, Imagine him on Saturday. Yeah. Monday Although, to Friday's bad enough, this is, isn't it? This is all the voice notes on WhatsApp all day are going to be exhausting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is anybody else going through uh, some serious high-level rugby anxiety at the moment? Can you please tell me? We, we can start a support group. We can meet <laughs> up with each other. <laughs> Start blowing into paper bags. Whatever, I don't know. <laughs> whatever works, whatever works. Anyway, cash machine time. Let's go. 30 grand for you. This is Red FM Breakfast with KC on Cork's of nerves Cranberries and Zombie on the Red FM Breakfast with Casey Irish Fans Remix <laughs> Thanks Charlie It's in your head In your head Casey Casey <laughs> Maybe it is all in my head. Maybe I have nothing to worry about. Yeah. Oh, but I'm not the only one. I've got a, a half a dozen messages here of people that are suffering serious nerves all week for the rugby, awaiting the team announcement with anxiety, terrified of the hacker. We need to do our own hacker. I love the hacker. The hacker's incredible. But Isn't what, it? What, okay, so will we create our own a Irish... Cor- or a cork hacker. A caca. Yeah, cork caca. No, the caca's something different. We can't do that. Oh, my God. God, I'm literally too. I'm literally ready to take on the All Blacks myself. What a tune! <laughs> says someone else here. Um, someone else is saying that is incredible. That's just put put them into the right gear for this weekend. Um, yeah, and there's loads of you out there again. You're all suffering with the same thing. It is is all black. All black anxiety is now yeah. a recognised psychotherapeutic condition. Oh, we all need help with. Anyway, this will take the edge off it. Red FM's cash machine. Would you fancy if we dropped over €13,000 into your bank account later on today? That would get you to uh, a World Cup final out in Paris. You'd be able to afford uh, flights, top hotel, €9,000 for a ticket for the all, for the final. Here's what I need you to write down. So Maya won ten grand on Monday, then it rolled over on Tuesday, and here we are on Wednesday morning with this incredible chunk of change. 30000 558 euro and 59 cents. That is what someone's going to win today if you answer your phone. So to write it down nice and steady, 30558.59. 30558.59. 
€13,558.59. Can you imagine the crack you're going to have with this money? If you want to be in for the draw later on and join winners that have taken millions in the cash machine, the latest big winner will take over €30,000 off us. Text RED to 57557. That is RED to 57557. It'll cost you 250 You've got to be over 18. You're playing across the goal out network of stations. RedFM.ie will get you the T's and C's. And the entry has to be in by 3pm today. Barry makes the call. You answer the phone within five rings. Shout that back to him. €30,558.59. And you've got that money. It's that easy. Text red to 57557. That is red to 57557. And the very, very best of luck. Life-changing cash and Cork's hit music. Red FM. Switching gears ever so slightly. Victoria, let's go to Merseyside. Oh. All right. I love this. Okay. I absolutely love this call. So there's a breakfast show over there and they're they're doing a feature. Right. Um, where you have to guess the word. Now... The word is potatoes, okay? And the, the presenter on the air is trying to help this lady as much as he can to get <laughs> to the word potatoes. potatoes. A general knowledge question. Right. Sir Walter Raleigh is credited with introducing tobacco to this country. Did you know that? Yes, I did. I also introduced something else. What was it, Sir Walter Raleigh? Uh, I don't know. You'll have to give me a clue. Sir Walter Raleigh, what else did he bring? She said a bike while out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, but I thought it was the in with the bowels. Right. Okay. First half of the word. Think of your husband's stomach. First syllable, your husband's stomach. Big? No, no, no. The first syllable of the word. What do you call it when you get a little round belly? A pot. Yes, yes. wonderful. So we've got pot. Right. Now the next one's rather difficult. <laughs> It's a number after seven. <laughs> Told you all. <laughs> Told you I was difficult, didn't I, eh? We'll give you time to think, you. Pot eight. Pot eight, yes. And at the end of your feet. We slipped us. <laughs> when you slip us off, what's at the end of your feet? We <laughs> toes. So put them all together, you get. Pot eight, pot, pot eight toes. Yes. So what are they? Potty toes. No, what are they that he brought back? <laughs> we've, we've got the belly, we've got the one after seven, and we've got the at the end of your feet. Put them together and you get. Pot eight toes. Yes, so what are they? What did he bring back? Pot eight toes. <laughs> so what are they? I don't know. You must know what they are. I don't. Let me get my dictionary. <laughs> Oh, 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 but what word he brought back? I don't know. <laughs> you've just told me. <laughs> Good God, woman, you've just told me. Pot eight toes. You're saying very you. slow. Pot eight toes. Yes. I'm not going to up here. Give her a clue, Bill. I'm going to give her a clue. She's got it. Why are you asking her up here? 
<laughs> because I want you to tell me what they are. Potatoes. But I don't know. <laughs> Red FM Breakfast with KC. Travel Expressway from Cork to Killarney and Tralee on Route 40. Book in advance to get the best fare and reserve your seat on expressway.ie. Cork's Red FM. Wow. VIPs. Hang on in there, folks. We'll try and get you another update on that. And uh, I'll keep bringing you what you're bringing us. And thank you so much for all your updates. 0868-104-106 is the number for Cork's Red FM. Hello, Victoria. Hello. What's going on? Holly Willoughby's announced that she's leaving this morning after 14 years. Yeah, this is strange, isn't it? Yeah. It's uh, all over the papers and the media today. So um, her exit comes following uh, the former Pizza Hut worker who was remanded in custody last week, charged with an alleged plot mm. to harm Holly. So she's apparently she's made the decision because she just feels that obviously it's the right thing for her family. And yeah. I would imagine she's been through a fair amount of stress over the last couple of weeks. Um, who do you think is going to take over? I reckon it'll be either Alison Hammond or... Rochelle Hughes. Alison is kind of on the show pretty much all the time now, isn't she? You know she? where she started? Uh, where? Big Brother. Oh, she did too. She was in Big Brother first. That's right, yeah. And then her TV career just kind of took off and she look. Yeah. She's lasted the day, isn't she? She's. I reckon she'll, she'll be taken over from Holly, but uh, yeah. yeah, Holly said it was a hard decision to make, but the right thing to do for her family. So. Yeah, well, as I said earlier, neither of us have ever had kidnapping or death threats to us, so we don't no. know what she's going through, but it was probably the right time to... Absolutely, to walk away. Get out, get out of there and take a break. Yes. Um, in the cinema at the moment, um, it's nice to see more Irish movies getting produced and getting made, but there's a really good comedy that's out there. I don't know if anybody's been to see it, see it yet. It's in uh, Matten Point, it's in The Gate, and it's called The Hurler. Yeah. And uh, it's a fellow called Tony Kelly who put it together. He started this character, he was doing this character on Instagram. It then became a stage show. COVID shut it down. So he said, you know what? We'll get a bit of funding. We'll turn it into a movie. Brilliant. And the cast is brilliant. Here's a bit of the trailer. Today I'm talking to, well, perhaps Ireland's greatest ever hurler. Definitely Ireland's most infamous hurler, Gar Campion. I've got this covered. You just trust me. Trust you. I mean, there's not much point sponsoring a hurler who's been banned from playing hurling, is there? You're going to Waterford, Gar. Okay. Let's begin your coaching career, right? Obviously, we are aware of the label that we have of Ireland's worst hurling team. But, you know, with Gar's help, we're confident that we can finally win a hurling match. All right. Tony Kelly, the hurler, congratulations, man. Thanks very much, Casey. I really appreciate that, pal. Uh, listen, it's out in cinemas. I know there's a couple of cinemas in Cork here, Mahon Point and the Gate Cinema, that are that are screening it at the moment. Um, there's a huge buzz about it because it's, it's supposed to be an absolute howl. I haven't got to see it yet. Tell me all about the hurler. Yeah, so basically it's about this character that I've been playing for a good few years now in different uh, incarnations called Gar Campion. Hence the subheading of A Campion's Tale. Yeah. Uh, and Gar is this David Beckham-esque style, over-the-top, arrogant character at the start, uh, who is supposedly the best hurler in the country. He's dating the top Instagram model in the country, very big influencer. But Gar kind of ruins it all on himself by becoming the first hurler in the history of the amateur game to um, fail a drug test for performance-enhancing drugs. So Gar then must try and rebuild his shattered reputation. So he goes to Waterford um, in search of some redemption and he agrees to coach Ireland's worst hurling team that have never won a game in the history of their club. And while he's in Waterford, he meets his teenage sweetheart who moved back to America when they were teenagers and hasn't seen each other since. So it's kind of a redemption story, but there's a little bit of a love story in there as well. Now, a very important question. Could Tony Kelly puck one over the bar? 
Uh, I had to. I did, yeah. I had to I had to play a bit of hurling for one of the scenes in which people who have seen it will know and who haven't seen it yet will find out. Um, there's a little kind of a, a scene in there with me actually on the pitch. Uh, geez, shooting things in slow motion makes things look really good. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you had to, you had to use that old tactic, did you? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I yeah. played one game of hurling in my whole entire life when I was ten, and I scored a goal with my left foot. Yeah, so that shows you my hurling skills. Can we, how long does it take to to you know sit down, be it at four o'clock in the morning at someone's house party, and conceptualize a movie to get it to the screen? Like, how long have you been working on this? It's very ironic that you should say that because I originally came up with the character of Gar in 2011 and I was sitting drinking cans in one of the lads' houses at all hours of the morning. I think I was home from America renewing my visa or something and, and uh, I just came up with this character after seeing something on TV and going up in Waterford around people like this, you know. And uh, it became a web series then two years later. Uh, it was lived on YouTube and um, then I wrote the screenplay in around January or February of 2018. So... Wow. Yeah, and then I got frustrated um, with the kind of the roadblocks that were being put in front of me and stuff. Just it's very difficult to do, you know. And uh, I eventually then adapted it for the stage and put it on the stage fifth, uh, sixth, and seventh of March, twenty twenty. So a couple of days later, the global pandemic came in, and the stage show was was uh, shelved. So it, it took a long, long time. But you've got like an incredible cast of of local Irish legends on it. I mean, Mario Rosenstock's in there. You've got Elva there. You've got David McSavage, yourself, John Kenny. How did you convince the Dumbelievables legend to get involved? Yeah, John was John was the is the crown jewel for me. He's such a hero of mine, you know. And like uh, I, I from, from when I drew up the original concept to the, to actually getting it to camera, John Kenny's name and face was always the one I was I wanted to play that part. Yeah. Um, and basically, my agent got in touch with him. Um, I had said like we were trying to cast it and I was like it's John Kenny there was literally nobody else I ever wanted to play it it just had to be John his warmth his everything about him was just this character and um, basically I was trying to get him for ages I couldn't and I remember sitting down one day uh, watching him on some show on the TV some talk show a daytime talk show in uh, on one of the channels and my mum actually said to me she's going to be great at John and um, answer your call and do your film and I was like yes ma'am it would be great wouldn't it that obviously would be great um, and then about honestly about 15 minutes later my phone rang he must have went backstage and, and called me from oh, minutes later Wow! and, and said uh, you know your agent has sent me on this script I've read it I really like it uh, he said do you want to come up to my house tomorrow and we'll read it together yeah and I was like, oh my God, I'd up to John Kenny's house, absolutely. <laughs> and I remember like, we talked for a little while on the phone afterwards. And then I went, John, does this mean you're doing the movie? Went, of course I'm doing the second movie. What are you talking about? <laughs> and come here, in the film, does he break out any classic, like, let every blow be a funeral type lines? No, I kind of, I kind of wanted to avoid uh, <laughs> him recycling anything. And I wanted him to make this character his own and make yeah. it new. But there is, there is definitely a moment where he kind of loses the rag. And you hear that high-pitched trademark kind of ranty voice he goes into, and it's it's really cool. That's fantastic. Listen, um, it's a huge project for a fellow with just a couple of buddies, a few cameras, and a bit of editing uh, to put together. To get it to the screen, you must be incredibly proud to, to actually see it in the cinema now, Tony. Yeah, look, Casey, it's, it's, it's unreal. Like, look, uh, it was privately funded, um, and we had a few pounds to, to make it, you know, and then everyone chipped in from there, and buddy of mine in the States helped me produce it um, and he he did a lot of work on the back end of stuff which is where it really comes together is like in the you know the colour grading and making it look really nice and all that kind of stuff yeah. 
really, really blessed. Like, just be, basically, my best mate in the States works for this top color grading facility. They, they do succession and they did the little mermaid and, you know, all, all the massive stuff like that. And that was that was really where the favors came in, was there. But, like, to, to sit in the cinema myself last week, because I bought a ticket and went myself last week um, to watch my own film, it's just a dream come true, really. You know, that, that, there's no point in kind of trying to be cool about it. That's exactly what it is. It's, it, it is. Like, do, so did you, you went along on your own, bought a ticket as a normal punter and just sat there and consumed it as a consumer? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because it's like, you know, that's kind of when when you set out on the journey to do that. Like, I went to film school in, in New York. Like, I left my job here and I went to film school in New York when I was 22 and, you know, to 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 go from that to finally be able to buy a ticket for my own film was a was a personal victory, I suppose. You know, brilliant. Well, you put you putting money back into your own pocket, effectively, aren't you? Well, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> so the hurler two, three, and four. Is there a Lord of the Rings trilogy coming for this thing? Um, I don't think I could possibly say confirm anything quite yet, but there's definitely rumblings of something like that. Yeah, brilliant. Um, I hope everybody goes to see it because we need you know. We need Irish film to be supported and more of this madness to be created. Uh, but listen, hats off to you, Tony. Well done, man. Thanks so much, Casey. I really appreciate that. Wake up to Red FM Breakfast.